0: Nation to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to show number 105. Wow, 105 shows. And also, welcome to our new rendition of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Thanks to Robert Moorhead, who had the great idea and started started my mind rolling on this uh, because we've obviously made Tom Walsh, the Scarecrow, without a brain. Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. Well, what would you do with a brain if you had one? Do? Why, if I had a brain, I could... So let's go over the other cast of characters. Of course, we have Al Davis as the Wizard of Oz. I am... Great and powerful Oz. And why is he the Wizard of Oz? Because he pulls all the strings. Nothing happens without the Wizard. Hasn't for quite some times. Therefore, I say, anything that happens with his team ultimately ends up being in the lap of our Al Davis. Good, bad, or indifferent. I love Al Davis, but this these last four seasons now have been terribly mismanaged. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. So... Wizard, please help us. I'm calling Shell the cowardly lion because he's cowardly because he doesn't set forth a pattern for the offense. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Shucks, folks, I'm speechless. He knows he's got his defense handled and he's cowardly because he hasn't fired Tom Walsh or he can't go out there and do it himself and fire Tom Walsh. Well, I think that's just cowardly. I like Shell. I think he's a great guy. He's got a great character. Don't get me wrong, but I had to give him a character, so Shell is the cowardly lion, just because he won't get rid of that scarecrow Tom Walsh. And, of course, Amy Trask is Dorothy, and she is trying very hard to find the magic slippers. My, people come and go so quickly here. Yes, the ruby slippers, she can click three times and have the Raiders go to another Super Bowl. Close your eyes and tap your heels together three times. Let's hope that that happens. And the sports media, the sports media are the Wicked Witch of the West. (laughs) And you can throw in a couple of them flying monkeys as you're at it because they're the wicked things that are happening. They're down on us. They've got their foot on our throat. We're not down. We are the Raider Nation. I just thought that was funny. Uh, Robert Moorhead, thank you for that idea. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that take because I had to let it out. Especially Tom Walsh as the scarecrow without a brain. That's the trouble. I can't make up my mind. Okay, without further ado, today's show will include... Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about my city? Old town. The city of old. old town. Oh, don't you know? Old town. Do you know about my city? Old town. The city of old. old town. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. My Walsh survives Black Day. Day. Before, Tuesday. Edgy, Bummer days. Raiders versus the Cards. We'll talk a little bit about that game because I'm telling you right now, it is no shoe in Raider Nation. That game is far from an easy win as we used to think of it. Like back in 2002, when Gannon took it to him. I believe we won 41 to uh, 13 or something like that. I know this. I'll get the score for you exactly. But we worked them over. And they're going to come back into town, trust me, and let us know that they're here. Of course, we'll hit the comments forum section, which is pretty cool. I love I love the comments we're getting now. We're getting a lot of Raider fans out there um, telling it like it is, venting it out, letting it happen, because you got to do it, because like I said before, you got to laugh because you're tired of crying. That's how I feel, Raider Nation. Well, let's get down to the show. 'cause they'll be you get your your mail skip the We got This article is from Bay Area Sports, and it's entitled "Walsh Survives Black Tuesday," and it's written by Jerry McDonald, a sports writer for the NFL. Jim Fossil and Keith Rowan are out. Tom Walsh is still in office. And both those guys called better offenses than Tom Walsh, period. So let's get into this story because it it says a lot about what's happening here in the Raiders. (laughs) Because everything that I might have possibly predicted for our Oakland Raiders has not happened. And, you know, I'm just definitely feeling like I am in the Wizard of Oz. The guess here that very few fans are going to be happy and less than happy that the mayor of Brokeback, Idaho, is still presiding over our 32nd-ranked offense, the Oakland Raiders. Meanwhile, two former Raider assistants, these guys used to work for Al, um, have been bumped out of office at a very swift and sudden kick in the pants. Baltimore coach Brian Billick fired Jim Fossil, his very good friend, and he will be calling the plays himself, something that shell, I don't believe, will be able to do. Not to say Jim Fossil might not show his face at the Raiders' headquarters in Alameda, which, unfortunately, I would be happy to see as a Raider fan. Brian Billick let him go, his very, very close friend, but he said he had to call the plays himself. And Denny Green, who is notoriously known for firing coaches because of his lack of judgment, has fired his seventh coach in a row... Offensive coordinator Rowan, and he's replaced him with Mike Kruzek, who'll be calling the plays for the Cardinals when they visit Oakland on Sunday, which is good for the Raiders because it might mean that there's going to be some changes. Either that or he's going to work out of the same playbook and not be as sharp as Rowan would be, I would think. So, while Cell's selection of Tom Brokeback, mayor of Idaho, yes, the scarecrow without a brain, As the offensive quarterback remains highly questionable, given as Tom Walsh had been away from football forever. Anyways, making a change now, they say, will be a bad thing for the Raiders because we've been trying to get some consistency, and it looks like the Raiders might be headed in the the right direction, at least for a time. And if they want to win more than two games this season, they should stick with Tom Walsh, just as they stuck with North Turner a year before, a year ago. The Raiders have had four offensive touchdowns in five games. Poof. Shell's reprieve next season, however, might include a mandate for a new offensive coordinator, which the Raider Nation will, of course, applaud greatly, like they would have if Art would have enough sack to get rid of this guy right now. Painful as it is to watch, and this writer has no idea how painful it really is for the Raider Nation, Oakland's offensive system, they have been trying to do a little bit better, um, and they've rather they've tried to do some things differently than they've done in the last in the previous games. So that being said, that is not enough. It's blatantly obvious that this offense is weak, it's poorly run, it's simplistic, it has no dimension, and defenses completely destroy us even if we get some good plays off now things aren't helping us very much either because of our penalties six offensive penalties will bury you when we're talking about ten yards a crack that's brutal okay now shell has never called plays never so and they're saying that he has enough on his plate anyway well i say this How could you possibly be a coach in this league without knowing how to call your own offenses? What happens if your offensive coordinator gets the gout? What happened if Tom Walls got in a car accident mysteriously on the way to the Coliseum? What are you going to do? Who's going to make the plays? Who's going to call it up? Don't give me this John Shoup stuff. That's what I've been hearing before. John Shoup, the only offensive coordinator in the league with his own website that could still be current. The website is named firejohnshoop.com and it was put together by a bunch of bear fans who noticed his offensive play calling blatantly lacking something that we certainly don't need here in oakland but we have and by the way he was demoted this week to wide receivers coach assistant which is a demotion from his current position john shoop is not the answer no one in the organization is the answer Not the offensive line coach, not the backs coach. No other coach in the organization can help this team. We need new blood in the office. We certainly need new blood on the field. We need somebody that's going to be making plays that are imaginative and up-to-date for the NFL in 2007. So, now, tight ends coach John Shoup was offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears from 2001 to 2003, So, this article maintains that it would be a good idea to have him um, chime in. But like I said before, he's already been demoted because he's a geek. And he's a very, very poor, poor coach. When Tim Brown floated the idea on KMPR a couple of weeks back, that Shoop um, might start assisting Tom Walsh. That's a joke because Shoop was demoted, like I said. So, Tim Brown doesn't know what's happening on the inside. Now... There are really no other optimistic or realistic candidates on staff unless Al Davis goes out and gets Jim Fossil, which he has already spoken to for the head coaching position one time. Now, could Jim Fossil possibly be worse than Tom Walsh? Well, I don't know. I certainly don't think so. But I do think this. If we go and change our plays right now in the middle of the season, it's going to be worse. However... We need to get in an offensive position where the plays are a little more modern and get our team used to running plays with some thought instead of flipping flapjack Tom Walsh's plays from the last century. I understand our offense is getting better. There are some positives there. I want to tell you this. We do have all the things in place to win this week at home. For the first time in 11 freaking games. This will be the 12th contest that we need to win. We cannot go any further down. I'm sick of it. And I know you are too. So come on, Cowardly Lion. Come on, Scarecrow. Get your shit together and call a good game for once. Stay up at night. Study. Understand that the Raider Nation is just dying and I mean dying for a victory. Don't leave us hanging anymore, boys. The members of the team can make it happen if the coaches put them in the right position. I will not back down from this position. Rayard Greg stands firm on that. I've seen it. I know it. I feel it. Give me the freaking job. I'll take it over, and we'll have an offense. Trust me, tomorrow. And they can bitch and moan about me never being in the NFL. What the hell's the difference? This Tom Walsh character... He needs to get a brain. Okay, Raider Nation, I went on on a little bit of a tangent there, but I had no choice. I had no choice. None whatsoever. And, well, while I'm at it, I'm going to throw the story in. Why did the Raiders keep Walsh? That's why they kept Walsh, because they need to keep this guy and keep the offense going right now. That's one thing. The second thing is who will come and work for the Raiders. Perhaps Fossil, but I don't think Fossil is something we need. It's another Finger in the dike that's leaking all over the place. It's not going to really keep very much water out. Don't hire Fossil. Keep this bonehead if we're going to do it. Um, Keep him through the rest of the season. And then go out and find a Wisenhunt that we had him in our own corral and we let him out. You know, you can't let people like that out of your organization. That offensive coordinator took the last team to the Super Bowl. He must have something going for him. The doggone Steelers play the same kind of game the Raiders want to play, a power-running game with good passing. But they don't settle for the long ball pass. They go for the short passes to make the first down and manage the freaking clock. We need an offensive coordinator that can do that for us. We have absolutely zero clock management on this football team. I won't try to manage things because I can't think. I can't believe it. Next story is Raiders cards. What's in the cards for the Raiders? Hmm, let's see. This is by Inside the NFL, Cam Inman. Well, Monday night's meltdown by the Arizona Cardinals is just what the Raiders needed. That's not to say the Raiders will put another notch on their belt Sunday, you know, and the crestfallen Cardinals come to town. Trust me. That bird may be beat, but it sure as hell ain't down. Those Cardinals played tough against the Bears, tougher than the Bears has ever seen this season. I'm not sold on the Bears, by the way. I don't think they're going to make it. Personally, I think it will be the San Diego Chargers and the New Orleans Saints in the Super Bowl, my prediction. I could be wrong. I doubt it. The playing field is level blowing a 20-0 half-kind lead in a uh, 24-23 beatdown from the Chicago Bears special teams and their defense because their offense sucked. If anybody saw the game, the Cardinals were blowing it. They got in the scoring position three times and came away with six points. You can't do that, man. Sounds an awful like a team I know, the Oakland Raiders. Now, I know that the Cardinals are coming in here, but they also beat the 49ers who took it to us, my friends, and let's not forget that. The Cardinals beat the 49ers in their season opener. If the Cardinals are pumped up enough and not bruised and battered by the Bears too much, they could come into the Oakland Coliseum and give us a shellacking that we've never seen before by these birds. I personally feel that the Raiders are done. They're tired of losing, and they're tired of hearing the crap. They're going to go out there and put their liver and kidneys on the line. We will see spinal fluid. We will see eyeballs, teeth. We will see ears on the field. I believe our Oakland Raiders have it in them to beat these geeks, especially on a night where John Madden gets his ring for the Hall of Fame. That's going to be an excellent thing. My wife even is going to go to the game just because John Madden will be there at the game. That's pretty cool. She would not go to a Cardinals game usually. But in this case, John Madden is going to get the ring from the Hall of Fame from Al Davis. I think that's pretty awesome. And Raider Nation, you got to be there. You got to be there big time. I want people to show up, man. You got to get your ass in the car and put it in the seat because the Raider Nation needs to get out there and do it again. I know our team sucks. I know our team has let us down. However, it's not all the team. A lot of it starts at the top. And we got to let them know that the Raider Nation is still in force and in control. None of this crap about we giving up on our team. I won't see any brown paper bags out there. I've made the comments before, but it won't happen because the Raider Nation won't let it happen. We're too proud, too good of fans, best damn fans in sports. That's what I'll say. So let's see. Here we go. Now, I I understand that Denny Green let go of his offensive coordinator. That was in a story that I quoted earlier. But he was saying that he wasn't making enough offensive points. We're not making any. Four touchdowns in the last five contests? I cannot even believe it. What's Raiders offensive coordinator Tom Walsh up to? Does he not see the things that are needed for this offense? Does he watch the film and not understand? Does everyone in the organization take in Prozac? What the hell's going on? I know out there, Raider Nation, I'm trying to be as positive as I can, but I'll tell you, it's brutal. Now let's see what happened. Wide receiver Randy Moss or Jerry Porter, neither one of them got traded by the Tuesday trade deadline, and Art said that he's keeping both guys. Bummer. I know that it's okay that we keep Randy Moss. A lot of people are into him. Thinks that he can help the team. He can only help the team if he keeps his pie hole shut and plays football. Anybody who doesn't run complete routes lets the other team know what we're going to do on the field. If this idiot doesn't run a complete route, then they know we're going to run. If he's half-ass in his in his start off of the, off the line, then he's they're going to know. He's got to sell the play. That's part of the game. It's part of being a wide receiver. Randy, get off your ass and either play for this team or get it out the frickin' door. As for Porter, Porter makes $1 million a year. That's not a lot of money. Al Davis doesn't give a shit about that. That's pocket change. A lot to me and me, but nothing to him. Al Davis will keep Jerry Porter on that bench and make him beg to go out on the field. Hopefully, Porter will go out on the field and play like a monster so he can sell himself next season. I'm hoping that him and Shell get it together after this suspension, four-game suspension. I'm hoping that the president of the NFL league, yes, an old Raider himself, Jim Upshaw, can come and bring these two guys together. Let them throw the red-white flag. What the frick ever? I'm telling you, we got to get this guy out on the field. We're paying him a million, and he gets incentive pay. He could get half a million dollars for a touchdown. Let the guy play ball. Let's see what he can do. At least he can help us get some wins this year. Please, please, Art, don't be a bonehead. The Pats and also the Steelers did check into both Porter and Moss. But I can tell you this, the fact that the Raiders are in a dying position, the fact that they're on a last gasp as far as their play goes, Puts them in a very bad bargaining position, and these guys are not nice guys. It's not like calling your neighbor saying, hey, would you trade me Randy Moss for this guy? Oh, sure, or no, thank you. It's like, I'll you can give me this, and I'm not going to give you nothing because, you know what? You, no one wants to go to your team from our team because you're losers, and your whole team is in disarray. Well, there you go. It's in a nutshell. Who's going to go to the Raiders at this point, especially in the trade? Now, are they going to trade drafts? I don't think so. All these teams just cherish their drafts, and they're not going to do it unless they think that there's going to be an obvious benefit. So, let's see now. Lamont Jordan, you can share that In-N-Out Burger comfort food with Cardinals counterpoint Edra James because both of you guys are running, like, not too good this season. Edra James only ran 1.5 yards per carry against their loss um, to the Bears. That's totally stupid unbelievable. And in our 13-3 loss against Denver, it was, yes, Lamont Jordan that put the last nail in our coffin. Yep, that was it. That was the end. And we went down in flames. Offensive lines, yes. Now, you think that the Raiders don't don't have a good offensive line? Well, the Cardinals have one that sucks just as much. They have a guy who's very porous, too, that will, we should be able to get some Derek Burgess beatdowns on, yes, the person we should have gotten in the draft, Leinart. As much as I like Walter, it was foolish not to pick up Leinart. He was the diamond, and if anything, we could have traded him for something else down the road. A foolish choice not to pick up Leinart. Who knows? Maybe we didn't have enough money to pick up that guy. However, foolish choice. Once again, he's already showed that he is much better, even with a bad offensive line, than Walter. Don't get me wrong, I still like Walter. It will be the battle of the rookies. Andrew Walter against Leinart. My my vote is going to go with Walter. I think Walter can show this guy up, and I think it's a lot about his personal pride. I think he wants to do it. I think with all the talk that Walter will stand up in the pocket and make those great throws. I think he'll think he'll he'll finally get his game down this game. He has no choice. We have got to win 11 losses in a row. It's killing me. It's killing you too. Our defense. Our defense is brutal. Now, also, the Cardinals come in with a pretty tough defense as well. Now, we're going to do pretty good against their defense. However, um our defense is rated better than theirs but it's going to come down to emotion we're going to find out who's got enough going and it's going to really count on you and me we have to pump up our raiders we got to get those guys going we have to get our team in a position of mental health and that comes down to knowing the fans are there for you and uh we got to do it we got to do our part even though we've been let down on more than one occasion and we've been called of course the dumbest team in America, and we're getting punked as such, I think we got to come out with a victory. No matter what anybody says, this victory will be a victory for the nation. Who gives a shit about what anybody else thinks? It's our team. It's our victory. And we can revel in it if we want. Okay, Raider Nation, I'm sorry I tangent a little there, but that's the way it goes. Got to do it. Got to be it. Got to be me. Gotta be me, gotta be real. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. Okay. Raider Nation Podcast Forum. some great ones in here. Let's see where should I start. Oh gosh, we got some good ones in here. Let's start here with the Tokai Japan outposts. Props to Raider Greg and Randy. Amid the sorrow and dismay over Tom's Scarecrow Walsh and the Raiders, I want to pass along the praise to Raider Greg and Randy for producing a great podcast. I've listened to the last few podcasts through my headphones and not through the little speakers on my PowerBook. Your production is pro-class. It's a pro-class show. Now, only for our team, because play as good as your podcast sounds. Your MC Hammer, Funky, Headhunter, Oaktown, and other remixes sound great. And your, if only I had a brain clips, had me laughing my ass off. I know, man, me too. I loved it. So if Tom Walsh was a scarecrow, Archell must be the cowardly lion, Amy Trask is Dorothy, KFC and Jeff George could fill in as a tin man, but whose role would Jim Otto be? Yeah, he's got enough metal implants to be the tin man, really. And Al Davis is the wizard. Toto, help me out. Who's Toto? Mike Lombardi? I think you're right. I should put him in there, too. This is where I got the whole idea from the beginning of the show. Thank you, Robert Moorhead. You are the bomb. Um, Let's see. He's going on, oh, shit, this actually works. I was looking for a joke, and I just mapped out the Raiders' leadership. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, man. I took it and ran with it. It was great. Now, he's saying that Randy Moss and Jerry Porter are the flying monkeys buzzing around, pissing everybody off. I think that's absolutely freaking hilarious. (laughs) Now, if we just had some drug-laced flowers in the parking lot, the tailgates might really get smoking. Yet somehow, despite it all, throughout fail, I set my computer to record the radio broadcast every Sunday night, Japan time, so that Monday morning I am up to listen to the game because there's not enough humor in my life, I guess. Go Raiders. Well, I know it's not humor, man. I know you're probably crying like me. Raider Munchkin comes in. For sale cheap. A brain, a heart, courage, must pick up in person, address, somewhere over the rainbow. That's pretty funny. Let's see here. The Assassin. A few thoughts, he says. Brian Billick just fired offensive coordinator Jim Fossil, citing poor production. Tell me, how the hell does Walsh still have a job? Granted, he isn't jumping offsides, dropping passes, or throwing picks, but he's play-calling. six weekend, he still have awful predictable, and we're dead last in points scored. That's the bottom line. You know, the players can make mistakes. you got to put them in a position to be successful, and they have not had that from this coaching staff. Note to Lamont Jordan, you are not Barry Sanders, and this ain't Dancing with the Stars. Find a hole and run straight ahead. Amen. I could not have said it better myself, assassin. That is absolutely perfect, perfect. Note to Shell, take a page from Gruden's book. Do some housecleaning. Speed does not equal intelligence. Raw talent does not equal heart. And find some guys who want to play the game as long as you still have a job. I'm of the minority, but I'm still not sold on Andrew Walter as our future. Sure, give him some time. He makes some pretty bad decisions, though. On a rare occasion, he's actually in the red zone. I found myself just waiting for him to throw the pick. I think we made a huge mistake passing on Matt Leinart. I do, too. Michael Huff, good guy, nice guy, great DB. Not great, but good, adequate, shutting down some things. But, man, who's going to win that game for you, man? Who's going to win it? Is he going to win it, or are you going to get a pro quarterback to win it? New York Raider Tommy, drafting failure. Listen. I know hindsight is 2020, but I've had some time at work, so he's going to go through a history since the year 2000. Let's have a look at our drafts. 2000, Janet Kowski at 17. We could have had Sean Alexander. You tell me who made the right decision. 2001, we drafted Derek Gibson at 28. We could have had Todd Heap, Drew Brees, or Chad Johnson. I knew Druden was fighting hard that year for Heap, but the front office, i.e., Al Davis wouldn't budge. I miss you, Chucky. Your draft picks were awesome. 2002, we drafted P, Punk, Puke, Buchanan, and Napoleon, Napoleon Ice Cream Harris. He couldn't do anything either. Well, we could have had Jovan Walker, Ed Reed, Lido Shepard. need to go on. 2003 was a wash because we had the last two picks. In 2004, we took Gallery at number two. He's looking more like a bust every day. We could have had Larry Fitzgerald, Rivers, or Roethlisberger. Boy, those are tough ones to pass up to. Um, 2005, we traded for Randy Moss. We could have kept the pick and gotten Sean Merriman. Ah, that's a tough one, man. You never would have known on that one. The jury's still out on Vince Young, but they could have had him, I think. Maybe not. We could have traded up for him, but I don't think that was a good idea. Again, this is just something to think on. There's only one team that I know that made mistakes in their draft for years. That team was the Bengals. And look what happened to them. And I'll tell you this, Raider Tommy, I'm going to tell you for me. If you draft for needs, you always lose. That's my opinion. You need to draft the best player in the position. You need to draft. I don't care if you got 10 guys in that position. You need to draft the best guy. The best talent, the best, and don't tell me that Michael Huff was a better talent than Matt Leinart. Three championships in college, un, a Heisman Trophy winner, don't even start. I don't want to hear it. Uh, Anyways, I'm off on a tangent. Let's see. Listen, I'm not going to kill Mr. Davis here, but something has to change. What exactly? I don't know. But something needs to change quick. We have a great team with the best fans in the world, and we don't deserve this. Absolutely not. Greg, I know that you think the draft is a crapshoot, but is it really? When you think of it, look at the smart teams and how they are building our team. A lot of it comes from the draft and the deep rounds. Sure, every team has a bad year here and there, but the good teams don't let it get out of control. This is getting out of the control. Speed kills and... Keep drafting speed, not football players. is going to kill us. I totally agree with you. I cannot believe we've drafted eight defensive backs in the last ten drafts. Unbelievable. I just don't believe it. I'm still, speed to me, man, get a speedy linebacker. Get a speedy defensive tackle. Let's get somebody speedy in the offensive line. Good Lord. He's just going off, forgive me. I don't have to forgive you, man. You're just exactly like everybody else in the Raider Nation. You are just as flipped out as everybody else. And he's saying, P.S., one other thing. Kill all the paper bags on your head, shit. <laughs> Did you wear bags on your head when we were winning? Hell no. I'm no fag, he says. There's three weeks when I make to my Mecca and I will sporting my colors proud. No need for fear. No freaking paper bag. I'm not a... Can of veggies, silver and black, running through my veins. Go Raiders. You are an ultimate fan, brother. I totally agree. I got to talk about the bags because, hey, it's just funny. You know, I don't think, I said it before, I don't think anybody has the balls to put on a bag in the stadium because I certainly won't and nobody else is going to do it. But it'd be a funny thing if everybody did because it would make such a noise that it'd be unbelievable. It won't happen. It won't be one bag there, I'm telling you right now. Raider Rick, my brother Rick, comes in. This just in, Monday Night Meltdown, claimed its first victim on Tuesday. Arizona Cardinals fired, of course, offensive coordinator Keith Rowan. Green announced the change at the press conference on Tuesday hours after exploding in front of the media in the Cardinals' stunning loss to Monday Night Football. Will Art follow suit, or did I assure him of his job as long as he's a good guy and does what he's told? I don't know. You know, I'm telling you, firing Tom Walsh is the first thing I want to see happen, but i just like to see someone replace him. I, if Jim Fossil, I still don't think that's a smart idea. Um, for a stopgap, perhaps, maybe just from now until... But see, that's another poison pill, man. If we hire Fossil, and just say we hire Fossil, and then we win three games a season. Is that because of Fossil? Is it because Fossil did it? Is is it because... Or is it because it was Tom Walsh set it up that way? You know, what are we going to do here? If we don't hire anybody and we just keep this scarecrow in um, the mayor of Brokeback, Idaho, then at the end of the season, cut the ties with him, start off with a new offensive coordinator. And we got to have, Shell has to come out strong in favor of doing that because I'll tell you right now, uh, if he doesn't, his job is very much in jeopardy. Mad Raiders 32 comes in, fire Tom Walsh. Hey, Raider Greg, I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning. I've been a Raider fan since 1985, and it's never been so tough. It's like when all the fans know. <laughs> all the fans I know, every team in that other than Oakland see me. Nobody rags on me. Nobody gives me a hard time, but you know it's on their minds. Keeping his mouth shut, he has to keep his mouth shut. He wants to rub it into the Arizona Cardinals and they blew the lead or the Ravens suck or Gold Dolphins, but he can't because uh, of our team. You can't say nothing. You just got to keep your mouth shut. That's funny that you'd say that, Mad Raiders. That's funny. He just uh, read articles, of course, about the offensive firings, and he's talking about Jim Fossil, maybe bringing him to Oakland, fire Tom Walsh and replace him. Uh, You know what? I don't think so. I just don't think so. He goes on to say, If we can't beat the Cardinals after they have a short week to prepare after the emotional downfall blowing a game against Chicago, Tom Walsh has to go. If the Raider offense cannot move the ball, then Brokeback Mountain Tom needs to be fired, and then the Raiders need to give him Jake G's phone number from that movie, and not that there's anything wrong with that. And that's what he's talking about, Brokeback Mountain, uh, that movie. So that's pretty funny. Give him the number and let him go. Goodness gracious. Mike Lowry, Raider 18 PSL. It is what it is. As I'm listening to today's podcast and the first talk of a conversation is always the offensive coordinator. At the same time, the Ravens and Cardinals do what? They fire their offensive coordinators Why the Raiders can't or won't do the same thing, if it doesn't happen, I don't think Art deserves a chance to come back next season. It's going to be tentative, brother. Don't get me wrong, I like like Art a lot, but right now someone is making a lot of bad moves. Also, I don't know if Al Davis has anyone helping him make decisions. If not, he needs to get a quality GM. Al Davis, please help us. (laughs) There is a plea from Mike. There's a plea from the nation. Al Davis, please help us. (laughs) That's pretty damn funny. Okay, the preacher. The shortest one from the preacher yet. A question. Now that Jim Fossil available, do you think that having him join the Raiders, huh? I suggest this course of action for the following reasons. He has the history of Al Davis. That's never really helped the team very much. I'm sorry, Reacher. He likes to go downfield, power running offense. Well, I'm sorry, Preacher. So did North Turner and see how that worked out. He knows how to design a scheme that will work in today's NFL. That of the only three things you said is a possibility. But seeing what happens with the Ravens, I don't know, man. They got a good quarterback and they have a lot of weapons on that team. He didn't do very well for them. He's available. I know. I don't think so. Fossil will give us a better chance than our current coordinator. Yes. So what do I think? I think that Fossil would be a stopgap that might end up sticking around just like a turd on the bottom of your underwear that uh, or stuck in the hair in your butt that won't go away. You can't wipe it off, but it's just there. It's a pain in the ass, literally, and we can't, we won't be able to get rid of him. I say, no, Jim Fossil. I say, forget it. Fossil's a has-been. We need someone that's now. We need an offensive coordinator that's on fire, a young guy, someone with passion like Gruden was. Raiders 46, Fossil Pot 2, just wanted to drop a quick note to you. thank you, Raider Greg, for continuing to put on an excellent podcast in the face of such adversity as we have seen and faced this year. When I hear the strings of the Raider theme music at the beginning of the end, it cheers me up and makes me proud to be a Raider fan. Also, Greg and Randy, let me also point out, the production values in this podcast are outstanding. That's Raider Randy, and he is the bomb. Randall, you rock. He says he's dumped many up good podcasts because the noise is awful and the levels suck. Just for comparison, the podcast levels all over the place. There's CNET's Daily Tech News, and Sex is Fun. Yeah, it sucks. But they have awful management of their sound, bad EQ, and it's like ice picks in his eardrum. and and tangent so randy will be jacked that you said that because he puts a lot of effort into that for you guys to listen to this podcast let me tell you he spares no you know he puts the time in i'm telling you right now randall you rock and thank you for the video cast it's great to be able to see things going on along the coliseum parking lot makes me feel like i'm almost there i i know you want to be the man come on 46 get in there on to my top hit. Freaking higher facile. Nope. I will miss hearing the only B-52s that I listened to all week. Raider Greg's excellent private Idaho bits or the If I Only Had a Brain piece from the Wizard of Oz movie. I almost drove my car off the road this morning on the way to work when I heard that one. So true. Peace, I'm out. Go Raiders. Right on, man. I thought so because I laughed like crazy. I told Randy, we gotta put this thing on there. And Randy's good. He's he's very, very good. And thank you so much, man. It's a big compliment. It, makes, it means a lot to us. It means a lot to Randy. It means a lot to me um, that you guys like the podcast. Calico Jack, the OC, Tokai Japan Outpost. You are a funny guy. Your Wizard of Odd post was hilarious. Raider Greg, don't ever lose your wicked sense of humor, especially in these trying times. Keep doing your thing, Raider brother. The nation appreciates your podcast and supports you 100%. Thank you, man. You guys are pumping me up. I'm going to get, you know, all freaky right now. That's awesome. Thank you. The real offensive coordinator. At this point in the season, I think it might be prudent to consider promoting Titans coach John Shoup as an interim O.C., he has been the OC for the Bears for three years with mixed success. I say no mixed success. He sucked. This might be a move, a more practical solution during the middle of the season. The Raiders show improvement under Shoop, and he keeps a job for 07. The team might continue to take a no-dive. The organization can aggressively look for a new OC out in the market. Just a thought. No, nope, I think Fossil or Shoop are bad decisions, and here's why. We're 0-5 right now. We need to ride this season out with the basic offense that this guy has and then be putting out feelers right now. We should be looking at offensive coordinators for the 7 season. We don't need anybody to come in and clean up the mess that we've already made for ourselves right now. We need to hire somebody as soon as the season is over so they can get to work on the draft selections right now, right away. John Shoup or John Fossil has any success at all, and I'm telling you, 50-50, then we'll be stuck with this guy for the whole o seven o eight football season. And who knows what they're going to do. I'd rather have someone that has a proven success, someone that has been an offensive coordinator for a winning franchise, someone who's obviously brilliant, who you've seen plays before that are incredible, like the Steelers offensive coordinator that we had. You know, we should have taken that guy. I can't believe Al wrote him out of town. Okay, enough on the tangent. Raiders 46, fullbacks. Speaking of fullbacks, you missed one of the best, Tom Rathman. Man, he was the best. He finished his career in Oakland back in 1994, and now that was a fullback. He was a bulldozer, man. He was awesome to watch run. He was No one could stop him. He was like a train. He would keep on going. I listened to your podcast, Raider Greg, and rant about releasing John Paul Fushi. What's up with that? He is not even on the NFL.com's active players list anymore. Jeez, what do we do to these guys? Are we that bad? Memo, the Raider Front Office. Does anyone still have JP Fushi's phone number? I agree, man. We gotta get, we got to get a fullback. Well, we'll have some choices in the draft. Hopefully we can get rid of some dead wood and get some good draft choices out there and replace some of these things that we need in our team, along with offensive coordinator, of course. Dylan comes in. Hmm, not a single move or trade by deadline. Hey, what the hell is reasoning behind that? Um, why the frig should we keep Porter if we're not going to let him play? Well, I think they're going to let him play. He's not going to want to produce for the Raiders. Granted, he'll have to make himself marketable for other teams, but I can't see him going out on the field and firing everyone up. No, but I think he'll do his job, which is all I ask him to do. I don't give a shit if he keeps his mouth shut, as long as he catches a pass and goes for the touchdown. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope so. Uh, What's the deal with all the Moss trade talks? Gabriel was showing interest in Moss going to New England. Yes, he was, but New England's too cheap, and they didn't want to give anybody up for him, and they didn't want to give up any draft choices. That's how Belichick is. Don't even ask me. He's a tight ass. So glad that didn't happen. So am I, because I knew nothing was going to happen there. The Steelers definitely had a chance, but they blew it too. The bums don't deserve him, of course. Of course they don't. I hate those guys. We just can't win for losing. This coming game against the Cardinals is on my birthday, so the Raiders best be giving it their freaking best and giving me a freaking present that starts with a W. Come on, boys. You can do it. Just win, baby. Well, I think the Raiders can beat the cards, but it's no easy piece. I'm going to tell you right now, Raider Nation, I think that the Raiders actually... Can be so upset and should be so upset that they haven't won its game this season that they can bring it on up but it's going to take us we got to get our asses in the seats and our loud mouths in the stands we need to pump it on up and get the dbs up so that we can show the other team of course that the nation lives because this horseshit about the raiders being down and out hey raider fans we are the raider nation we are the Raiders, and when we show up, they gotta, they got to acknowledge the fact that we're there, and they do. Uh, and they always say that, too. Raiders have a great fan base. That's because they do. So be there. It's going to be a great game with the Madden presentation. Awesome deal. Can't wait. Randy and I are ready to do some video, and we're going to rock. has been a while since we've been to the tailgate, so let's let it happen. This is Raider Greg. I'm pumped for this game. we got to win. we got to get the W or the V. Either one, I'll take them both. Later, Greg, I am out.